0: Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. If you've been hiding under a rock for the past few years, you may not have noticed that everything in this country has been classified as racist. There is absolutely nothing that has escaped the race baiters' attention, those that sell race. We did a podcast, in fact, uh, just a little while ago on how the great outdoors is racist. You can go to uncommon sense That's uncommon sense to listen to that one. And, and I would encourage you to do so. It's amazing what these people will go and, and do in order to sell their racism. Now, critical race theory says that it's not just individual people or organizations that are racist. It is the entire system of government. It's the entire system of economics and even the way of life that screams racism. In the cries of racism, there has been an increasing call for reparations. The leaders of BLM, in fact, said that they're looting and they're they writing is reparations. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, this is why they can adjust they, they can justify going into a target store that they're they're writing and looting and walking out with with you know everything from TVs to 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 cans of 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 Coca-Cola or Pepsi or whatever. I mean, they, they can loot the entire store and that's okay. Why? Because they believe they're owed reparations and this is what they're owed. And of course it doesn't end there. So we, we, we take a look. Ryan Savandra, who writes for uh, the Daily Wire, he reports that Robert Johnson, the founder of BET, and America's first black billionaire is demanding that America atone for slavery and racism by paying black people 14 trillion dollars. <laughs> yes, you heard me correct. This is this is Robert Johnson is, is the founder of BET, Black Entertainment Television. And he's he's America's first black billionaire. And yes, he's demanding that America atone. For slavery and racism by paying black people $14 trillion. You don't believe me? Here he is.
1: Now is the time to go big. Short answers to long, horrific questions about the stain of slavery are not going to solve the inequality problem. We need to focus on wealth creation and wealth generation. And to do that, we must bring the descendants of slaves into equality with this nation. And that's what I proposed in this $14 trillion uh, proposal to provide reparations not only for the sin or the atonement of the sin of slavery and Jim Crowism and and desegregation, both de facto and de jure, but to cause America to live up to the concept and the notion that this nation was born on the idea of American exceptionalism. And if we take that big leap, I am convinced that the problems that we confront today can be solved but it takes a big bold action and 14 trillion dollars in reparation for damages visited upon the uh, heirs of slaves is an appropriate statement
0: vice news interviewed johnson who said that he has seen a new kind of reparations taking place the report said the new reparations is you guessed it, critical race theory education. It's it's also the the housing grant program in Evanston, Illinois. It's it's the five billion dollars of targeted support and debt relief for Black farmers, and it's the fifteen. I'm actually 50000000000 $50 dollars in corporate pledges in the wake of George Floyd's murder. And and de- they're dedicated to uh, combating systemic racism and inequality. Now, it's kind of interesting, though, even though there, there's only been about $250 million. Now, that's a lot, I know. But only $250 million out of $50 billion that has actually materialized so far from these companies, that's actually like a half a percent of what they've pledged. Is actually materialized, so they're really good about talking up these things. Hey, we're this great woke company, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do that, and we're going to, you know, give all this money to to this cause that you know is is the uh, the flavor of the day. But when it actually gets down to writing the check, yeah, well, they're not so quick. So anyway, critical race theory is a racist and Marxist ideology. And, and, and really it's facing a major backlash across the country right now. A federal judge temporarily blocked the $5 billion of targeted support to black farmers as the program likely, and really not really even likely it, it it violated equal protection under the law because it, it discriminated on the basis of race, which of course is racist, right? I mean, if you literally have this program of 5 billion dollars and you're saying, "You know what? We're going to give this to farmers of a certain skin color." We're going to only give this let's let's say that the program said we're only going to give the 5 billion dollars to farmers who are white, who have white skin, who are considered caucasian. Do you think that this program would last a hot second? <laughs> Not a chance. Why? Because it's based off of race. It's discriminating based off of race. And that is racist. It's racism. Now, quote, that's what's happening to reparations. This is Johnson talking here. It's been cut up into small pieces of things that look and feel like, well, we want to end systemic racism and we want to end police brutality and shootings and and to provide financing to black small business owners, said Johnson. He was complaining on on Vice News, and he said, and then people can say, well, we really don't need reparations because when we, you know, put all these things together, it is reparations. It's just not one big bill or asking this country to stand up and apologize. And you're not asking people to Pay out of their paychecks. Unquote. That's he literally said this stuff. Now Johnson said that reparations must have two components. Okay, component one is the atonement that we're supposed to bow down and we're supposed to, you know, lay prostate and uh, in, in, and atone for uh, something we didn't do. Right? <laughs> something that that there isn't a single slave owner in this country still alive. Right? But we're supposed to atone for, for this. And the second part is money. Of course it is. <laughs> of course it's money. That's the second part. Quote, without, with, with, he said, with no doubt whatsoever, it was supposed to come from the government representing the people of the country, he claimed. It was reimbursement or compense, uh, if you will for the harm. <laughs> so yeah, of course, of course there's atonement. There's this, you know, oh yeah, 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 we did such a terrible thing. And then of course, oh, guess what? There's also the money component. Johnson added reparations would require the entire country to admit that the results of slavery has been 200 years of systemic racism. And for that reason, black folks have been denied 13 to 15 trillion dollars of wealth. And therefore, we as a country now must atone by paying black people of all stripes, the rich ones, the poor ones, and the middle out of our pocket, unquote. (laughs) Yeah, of course, we're going to pay the rich ones. We're going to like you, you have you're a billionaire. And oh, yeah, by the way, here's your reparations check, right? (laughs) <laughs> the idea of reparations is is politically very toxic, actually, as only 20% of the country supports that extreme and diverse measure. Even Democrat President Joe Biden, when he was a senator, blasted the idea of reparations, saying, quote, this is, this is Joe Biden, I'll be damned if I feel responsible to pay for what happened 300 years ago. unquote. that's that's our president right there. That's what he said about reparations. Now Johnson made radically diverse comments about white people in an interview on CNBC last week. And he said saying the reparations were a chance for white Americans to express forgiveness and manifest their atonement. To Black Americans, right? Johnson made uh, diverse comments in, in in an interview last year, in fact, with Fox News anchor Brett Baer, when he said that quote, unless White America recognizes the need for reparations to atone for this, this country will always be, as the Kerner Commission uh, reported it, separate but unequal. Unquote. This guy's a piece of work. I mean, he really is. He may be a billionaire. But he's not—he's not a rocket scientist, right? Uh, the reparations argument has has definitely plenty, and I mean plenty, of holes in it. Now, Arthur uh, Shaper—he uh, uh, wrote an article uh, back in 2019, actually, in Town Hall, and I loved how he how how he he, he broke reparations down and 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 showed where all the holes are. In reparations, I, I I probably don't need to convince you, um, because obviously you're probably probably part of the eighty percent of of people that that think this is just a crazy idea. But just in case you might be part of the twenty percent that think this this is an awesome idea, um, I, I love this article and I really wanted to to cover this for you. He he says for decades reparations was a benign talking point. Uh, another line. Of virtue signaling from the academic uh, people and the, these professionals in quotes <laughs> never worked a real job in their lives. They declared that their express interest to undermine the United States from isolated safety of their ivory towers. Uh, and and isn't that really? Isn't that what? we see so oftentimes in our colleges today. And, and I, you know, we're not, not going to get off on a rabbit trail here of colleges. We're, we'll, we'll do a podcast on that soon. But, um, but this is really what we see. So oftentimes are these people who, who, like I say, have never owned a job in their life. They've never worked one other than, you know, uh, going to college for years and years. And then, you know, they, they decide to become professors. Then as soon as they, uh, they graduate and, uh, and and they and they sit up in these ivory towers, so to speak, and they 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 come up with these things like critical race theory and and this type of stuff that has absolutely no basis for being true. and then they they teach this to you know these these young kids and young young adults who uh, are just soaking this stuff up, right? to the rest of us, little people, their reparations talk, was fundamentally silly really. And, and, and we see a lot of this kind of stuff that is, is just, just seems silly. It's like, it's like you you may, you may have a lot of time on your hands to think about really weird stuff and then you're going to teach it in class. And it's just silly. Nobody's ever going to believe that, right? Few people even, even notice that it's even going on. But today this silly idea of reparations has become a serious concern, a point of departure for one of the mainstream political parties in the United States. We we need to discuss this so that we can dispute and dismiss it effectively. The first question that should come to everyone's mind is who should get reparations, right? I mean if we're going to talk about getting reparations, we need to know who's going to get the reparations because it can be a really fun feel good idea but in, in in when you get down to brass tax who's going to get the money well all the slaves and now former slaves have all passed away where should any funding go C- consider the the contrasting reparations issue with the japanese american uh, in, in, interned in in world war II i mean within years a, a, a movement for reparations followed president Ron, ronald reagan and george bush signed off on a on explicit uh legislation directing uh you know americans whose whose property had been unfairly taken or or forced into sale uh, There there just just a, a mile from where i grew up there was a really good piece of of land it's it's it um uh, it's in it's in a valley area where there was a lake at one time, and so the soil on it is just black. I mean, the dirt you should you should see it's just it's absolutely some of the richest farming soil anywhere on earth. And and many um, Japanese Americans owned parts of this area, but during World War II, when they were put into basically concentration camps, the this this property was taken from them. They were put in, the, in into these camps and, and their property was sold to others. It was just taken and sold. This, 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 this is what happened uh, dur- during World War II. Now, regarding the slavery issue, uh, a contentious matter that was once a, a, a dark blight on our nation's otherwise bright history, the issue of paying back is more complicated because obviously, you know, with the Japanese thing, you, there were people that it, it happened to, right? Right they were still alive. But when it comes to reparations for slavery, it's a lot more complicated. Who today was harmed by slavery then? Most Black Americans today have a tenuous connection with an enslaved ancestor. I mean, if you're Black today, do you literally know the person in your history, if there was one that was a slave? Many more Americans of of African heritage or descent have no such connection on the surface ultimately let's call this demand for material re- uh, retribution what it really is it's it's just simply outrageous i mean it's just it's it's ridiculous however if liberals and race-baiting interests insist on reparation then let's talk about this what would widespread reparations really need to be will there be any discussion on reparations to the, de- the descendants of white slaves, yes, yes, they existed. They worked in different levels of involuntary servitude in the American colonies. Uh, many were Irish and 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 other uh, descendants. Check, check out white cargo or uh, do an occasional um, Google search for more information on this kind of stuff. It it definitely existed what about the hundreds of thousands of white men who died on the fields the battlefields to to end slavery i mean there was, not everybody in america wanted slavery to continue in fact our founding fathers set it up so it could be done away with and eventually it was where are where are their reparations you know okay they all died right But what about for their children or the extended families of these men who died so that men would live free on American soil? Many children lost their fathers on those fields and they sacrificed a great deal too. They lost so much because of slavery. Are reparationists going to confront the American Indian tribes, which had? enslaved Black people, including tribes which insisted on holding on to Black slaves even after the Civil War ended? As one of many political inconvenient truths about the the slave trade, American Indians enslaved Black people, sold them, and and stole the, the fruit of their labor. It's astonishing to learn that many of the Native groups refused to give up their slaves even after the passage of the 13th of 14th and the 15th amendments will that politically incorrect history bother the the reparations raiders that that's nothing compared to the long suppressed yet very true history of the black yes black slave owners which emerged throughout the united states up to and through the civil war the first slave owner in the the colonial north america was anthony johnson a black indentured servant who worked for his freedom from that bond and he became a slave holder and plantation owner himself he even sued in court for the right to own a black man blacks enslaved thousands of other blacks in the United States. And they even helped bankroll the Confederacy up to its defeat, of course. Most people still don't know about black slave owners, including history teachers and professors. Will reparation seekers pursue the descendants of those slave owners? Why not make demands on African countries too? I mean, here, if, if you think about it, where did these slaves that came over on ships and this type of thing, wh- where did they come from? They, they enshrined and, and dispersed the slave trade a long, a long, long time before Europeans arrived. Will reparation uh, extortionists extend their demands to black lives don't matter? Who Whose racial hatred and violence burned down millions of dollars worth of, of black capital. I mean, it, we're talking about not just actually millions, which probably close to a, a billion dollars just last year. Remember Ferguson? Much of that violence sprung out of the, the poison well of, uh, uh, of this victimization, this institutionalized victimization. B- besides all of this, Former slaves already received reparations. After the Civil War, you may not know this, but after the Civil War, black freemen received 40 acres and a mule <laughs> because of uh, radical uh, Republicans, these, these radical Republicans whose party was had had opposed slavery from their its inception. I mean, you may not know, but the Republican Party was basically informed To end slavery—that was the whole idea of the party—and it went against the Democratic Party, who wanted to keep slavery slavery legal. Those same reparations were later denied to black slaves when Democrats came to power in Washington, and and throughout the the post-bellum South. In fact, it was the Democratic Party that renewed the push for involuntary servitude in the early 1800s. Five years before the outbreak of the Civil War, the Democratic Party was was talking about following the, the um, re-importation of black slaves into the United States, which had been banned after 1808. But yet the Democratic Party wanted to reinstitute that again and wanted to allow it all over again. When the will of the Democratic party um, you know, draw from its own campaign coffers and 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 start paying back all of the harm that they perpetuated against black people. No, I don't think they're gonna do that. Should they do that? I mean, if if everything is 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 going to be fair and 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 on the up and up, then shouldn't the Democratic Party draw from from its bank accounts and 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 pay up reparations? If people are clamoring for reparations for slavery, they they should they they should, they should be pouring out the money uh, to to uh to to these people requesting it what a what a strange irony really when you think about it. and just just think about this for a second it's such a strange irony that the democratic party presidential candidates all, all of them that that uh, presented themselves so you remember they they were all over the stage there was a bunch of them and these Democratic Party presidential candidates, they, they wanted to enact reparations, but it was their party that was the one invigorating the slave trade that, that made a business out of stealing labor from working people and giving it to those who did not work. For those clamoring for reparations, be careful what you wish for, right? Reparations are a terrible idea. They they really are a terrible idea. But but more than that, they are a candid look at who these race baiters really are. They are selfish individuals that will stop at nothing in their quest for power and money. They literally have shown their cards of who they are. They they will qu- quite literally lie they will cheat, they'll riot, they'll burn, they'll intimidate, and they'll steal to get what they want. This is this is not about putting right a wrong in history. In fact, this country has some of the the least signs of racism in the world. This country set into its founding a way to get rid of slavery and then eventually did that. This country elected a black president in Barack Obama, who was supposed to be this great race healer. But because of people like him and his wife, Michelle, really, we we have seen an intensity in race relations in this country. The the Al Sharptons and the Jesse Jacksons of this world have have made a career calling anything and everything racist. Now we see others following their lead, and it is harming this country. It is harming our society and the lives of everyone in it. I, I would love to hear what you have to say on the subject, and you can go to com. and thank you for listening. This podcast is a production of Morganite Communications.